So when I tell people I don't remember much about 1982, they, they kind of chuckle and wink and think I'm being funny. And the truth is, I, I don't remember much about 1982. Uh, it's pretty much a, um, oh, it's just a blur. But in this episode of The Eclectic Monk, I want to dig out some music that uh, came straight out of 1982 and kind of explore through my own musical outlets what I was going through way back then. Stick around. This one will be entertaining. Maybe. As I've shared before, one of the um, good things about being a songwriter and a poet and a writer in general is that you kind of have a written record of your thoughts and ideas and things that you can go back and explore. And from time to time, I like to pull out old Mark and look at what young Mark was doing back in certain times and one of the things I've got is this old gray notebook, and I'm I'm working to record the songs out of that notebook. And I've got another one uh, in this episode that I'm going to share. Is eventually I'll have a, an EP, hopefully, of all of those songs, because it's kind of an interesting thing. But I want to share three songs, and it's actually from three different perspectives. And the the first one is another song by Plutonium Death. Now, as you recall, Plutonium Death is a uh, metal punk band from 1982 that had zero hits in America. They were just not ever discovered, but, um, but they live in my head. And the other day I was just playing around my, my electric guitar and my little speaker and making as much noise as I could as my son-in-law was doing some sawing and stuff. And my daughter said, are you recording another one of those punk rock songs? And I thought about it and decided, well, I should do that. As you remember, the first one we did was I Don't Like You. The follow-up hit from Plutonium Death is a song called Little Pieces. And this is a really disturbing song. Um, I think when I recorded it the other day honestly it made me laugh it was a lot of fun it's loud and it's it's um truly a punk rock song but if you were to listen to the lyrics and kind of explore the mental state of the person who wrote that i think you're going to discover that there's a little bit of anger going on in uh, my 1982 self especially towards women and the geopolitical situation of 1982. So it's, um, it's a very, very violent and dark song. And I think what I really think about it, it's kind of scary. The knowing the potential for violence, uh, always has existed underneath my, um, my gentle, veneer, if you will. It was always there. It's still there. Um, I realize for myself that, you know, if I ever, if I ever lost it, it would be bad. But 
fortunately, I am a new creation now. I've uh, grown up and I'm a much, much more settled and content person than I was in 1982. But the first song that you'll hear is Little Pieces by Plutonium Death. The second song this year is a song that's actually called The Loser. Um, it's kind of a follow-up piece to a song that was um, called Spaceman. And the idea is, of course, talking about my drug addiction at the time. I, I was seriously stoned in 1982. And I think when I read the words and, and as I was recording this song recently, um, I was really struck by just how messed up I was. And, and the idea with addiction that you can't, you can't beat it. And in 1982, of course, I wasn't trying very hard to beat my addictions. Uh, and I was certainly controlled by them. And that's kind of the whole point of the song is that you know you shut yourself away and you give in one more time to the temptation to lose yourself in that drug-induced stupor and um so 1982 me was really kind of a sad mess between the um repressed anger about the people in my life and the world I was in in general and the mind-numbing drug use that I used to pretty much medicate that anger into a standstill, that was, um, that's where I was at. I got one other song that I want to talk about, but I'm going to take a quick break. I'll come back to that in just a few minutes. Um, meanwhile, stay tuned for this word from our sponsor. How do you feel? Are you tired? Weary? Irritated? Are you frustrated? Out of sorts? Less than enthusiastic about life in general? Do you find people to be tedious? Do you want to choke the life out of that snotty teenager at the drive through window? Do you hate your car? your job, your neighborhood, perhaps even your spouse or significant other? Do you find that you're fed up with the media machine? Politics are a boring noise salad and the social commentary by the talking heads makes your stomach hurt? Would you honestly say that you would prefer to endure a toothache and the mindless, thoughtless, pointless, and profitless meandering crap that's passed off as entertainment. Does the news tick you off? Does social media make you want to scream? Do you care more about the death of the snail daughter than about how many likes Karen got for her photos of food you wouldn't feed to your pet? Of course you do. Speaking of pets, are you ready to kill yours yet? Have you had enough of urine stains, fur balls, fleas, vomit, noise, and the stench of their food? 
Have you essentially reached a point where you are so worn out with life that you just don't care? Well, you need a pill. And Astral Fossica has a pill for you. Oh, screw it. One daily dose of oh, screw it will not fix your problem. But it will numb your brain to the point where your overwhelming apathy feel like pure joy. So don't delay. Ask your doctor if oh, screw it is right for you. I'm guessing it is. Side effects include numb tongue, sleeplessness, vicious mood swings, fits of rage, uncontrolled weeping, loss of bladder and or bowel control, terrifyingly lucid nightmares, homicidal thoughts, split personalities, split personalities, self-recrimination, unusual body odor, fatigue, manic episodes, Euphoric feelings followed by bone-crushing depression. Red eyes. We mean demonic-appearing red eyes. And an overwhelming impulse to drink massive amounts of tequila and drive at excessive speeds which may lead to incarceration or sudden death. Let's face it. You need a pill. We have a pill. You might as well take the damn pill. Why not? It is FDA-approved. Come on, give the world the finger. Get your life back. Get oh screw it today. Astrofarsica assumes no liability for this product. Use only as directed. So in 1982, not only was I... Um, an angry punk rocker, at least in my head, or a really um, depressed drug addict in real life. I also had a garage band, a band called Exodus. It was myself on rhythm guitar and vocals, Jeff Fricks on the bass, Frank Ware on lead guitar. We had a couple of drummers. I don't remember either one of their names. They didn't last very long. Uh, and they did not play either of the gigs that we had. We played two homecoming dances. I always like to say we ruined two homecoming dances that year. Um, but we didn't hire us. We just got hired. So we, we showed up. We played the gigs. We took the money. So we could say we are professional musicians because we actually got paid. That made us a real band. Anyway, the song was actually recorded in 1982. We were practicing in my dad's garage. We really were a garage band. Uh, where we would practice often until the police showed up and told us we had to uh, shut it down because we were too loud. And my stepmother at the time, uh, my first stepmother, came and set up a tape recorder, just an old-fashioned cassette recorder in the garage behind us. We didn't even know it was there, so we just were rehearsing. And we captured this song and a couple other songs. That tape is long gone. I have no idea where it's at. But in 1992, I had a friend named Randy Netherly who had been a DJ, and he had some cool uh, sound equipment. And I had found that tape, and we went in, and he, we, we added a new vocal track. Because the tape recorder had been behind us, it did not pick up the vocals very well. 
So you can tell when you listen to the recording, there are two vocal tracks. And that's one is the original one. The other was uh, a later edition that I put on there. And then the song was digitized by my buddy Darren uh, late in the 90s, probably 98. Yeah, 98, 99, somewhere along in there. Anyway, the bottom line is it is the only existing recording from 1982 that I have of that band, and I'm so glad I have it. It's not the greatest recording, uh, as you'll see, but it's a recording, and I remember playing in the garage. So the song itself is a dystopian nightmare. The idea being that Armageddon has happened. There's one person left on the planet and uh, he's just waiting for Jesus to show up and finish the business of wiping out the earth completely. And uh, I think that kind of reminds me again of the spiritual place I was at. I mean, I was this very angry young man who was medicating away that anger with drugs. And I was also spiritually wandering. It's interesting to me to look back because I was not a Christian in 1982. I had been raised in church, of course, but I had run far, far away from any Christian upbringing or religious ideology that I had. In fact, I was very much into New Age um, witchcraft and sorcery and all that kind of stuff at the time. But I believed in Jesus. I, at least I liked his teachings. And, um, and so that, that early foundational Christian upbringing is revealed in this song. Although my understanding of what Armageddon was all about and who Jesus is is completely wrong. I'm not, not saying this is what I still believe, but... It is an interesting snapshot. These three songs put together, and, and again, two of them are, are fairly new recordings uh, of songs that were written in 1982, and then the final song that was actually recorded back then. I think the thing, as I explore my young self, again, I was 19 years old in 1982, um, I think it's really interesting to see how far I have come uh, as I traveled in life. That was uh, 40 years ago, so pretty, um, pretty long way to have gone. And I am glad today that the girl I met in 1982 is still with me. I am glad today that I understand who Jesus is a whole lot better than I did in 1982. He changed my life in 1993 and I will be eternally grateful for that but I would close this podcast uh, before you listen to the songs and just encourage you if you're in any of these places these dark places where you're just frustrated and angry or you're just self-medicating yourself into oblivion to cope with the problems of life or maybe you're just spiritually downtrodden there is an answer there's hope out there and i would i would encourage you to read the gospel of mark and the gospel of john and see for yourself if you can't discover the answer that i found so i began a journey in 82 that took me 
to that realization, surrender, and the transformation that I have experienced through my faith. So, with that said, I'm going to leave you with these three songs, very different songs, all three of them. Again, not the greatest recordings I've ever seen or heard or made, but they're from the heart. Enjoy these, and thanks for hanging around. We'll see you next time. Escape the bad 
is where she went wrong Your girlfriend sits by the telephone You close the door and you sit and stay No one cares, you're the only one there As the jester takes you by the hand Leads you into his fairyland Don't look back as you go with a smile Run for a while, go out in style And there is nothing left to say Oh, you lost the battle, now it's time to go away Are there and no regrets Will you never place to bed